Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. should give your family the gift that they would always want for the holidays, a subscription to patreon.com slash house of decline. There, for only $3 a month, you'll get 30 comics a month for $3 a month. And for extra $5, not extra $5, for $5, for an extra $2, you get podcast bonus episodes. And we have tiers that go all the way up to heaven. Uh, Heaven is specifically $25 a month where you get commissions from me, Artie Artberg, who is the true the true creative voice and direction behind House of Decline, Artie Artberg. That's my name. Um, so, Artie, uh, for, you said two more than three. For two, two more than three. Now, let's get into the math on that, because when it comes to monthly subscriptions... Everyone has been bombarded, you know, lately by the Netflix, HBO, Paramount Yeah, yeah, Plus. monthly monthly dildo payments. You get your dildo of the month club. Well, my you favorite know. is Peacock. Oh, you, you subscribe to NBC's Peacock. I just love that they took a great word, Peacock, and are trying to put it, shove it into everyone's fucking homes. Well, yeah, we like Peacock. You know, I, I was a copywriter for years. And let me tell you, we love Peacock because it's dirty. It, but you can say it. You know, it's two dirty words together, P and cock. And you can and you can put them together. You know, that was the, you know, the brilliance of the NBC mascot is they found a way to, like, put cocks in the mind of everyone. You know, and that's what we're really doing with advertising. Is NBC the network of Christmas? <laughs> Um, well, I think Disney's the network of Christmas being the one that's most closely tied with uh, Christian values. Oh, come on. I guess not anymore. I guess, you know, since Eisner, you know, they've been Art, Artie Artberg values, you know. <laughs> if you can guess what religion I'm from, you're not supposed to say what religion I'm from. I'm a Jewish guy. That's what it is, you know. Um, so, anyway... So Disney versus NBC, the war in terms on, of Christmas. The war on Christmas continues. Um, on Tucker, do you really think Disney is gonna back down? <laughs> yeah, on the war. On, so is Disney fighting for the war on Christmas or against the war? On, I thought Disney was against the war on Christmas. Right. According, uh, yeah, I, no, Disney is promoting it. the war on. They're Christmas. fighting the war on Christmas. On which side, Christmas or or uh, secularism? Um, I think secularism, right? Okay, yeah, right. And the well, the defenders is NBC. Yeah, NBC with their with their highly Christian shows like <laughs> uh, 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 Thirty Rock, um, very deeply Christian show. Let's get into Christmas or Community. Very you well. A, you come from a mixed background, right? Yes, I'm. I'm a mixed. I'm mixed of two different white stock. <laughs> You know, uh, if if it's like white on white, it's like a Casimir Malevich so painting. You were, you were during the holidays. You're forced to celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Hanukkah Hanukkah is really funny, as Artie Artberg would say. Yeah. Because uh, it's a loser holiday. It's a garbage holiday. It's a nothing holiday that got promoted to uh, you know a prime prime Jewish holiday stats. You're talking the S tier Jewish holidays. You're talking Yom Kippur. You're talking Rosh Hashanah. You're talking Pesach. You know those are those are the biggies. You know those are like uh, those are like the, the the big four thrash bands of Jewish holidays. You know I guess Pur- we'll we'll include Purim because that's the fun one. That's the Halloween one as well. And then you got little Hanukkah, who you know he's not Anthrax. He's not. He's not Slayer. He's not Metallica. He's not Megadeth. What is he? He is Cinderella. You know, the Cinderella of Jewish holidays. You know, the lesser tier glam band of Jewish holidays gets promoted because it happens to coincide with this pagan ass festival of lice. That's what I call it, the festival of lice. Do you always you know? do you always get Chinese food on Christmas, or because you're half Christian, do you split it? Do you split them? Is that like a you like have a turkey and then the sides is all Chinese food. What do you do? Well, 
I actually had a I actually had a plan. I moved to I moved to Hong Kong one time because I figured on Christmas there they would want Jewish food, but uh, you know they 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 ate some matzo balls and they were like, "Look, man, our food is like way better than this. You, you're gonna have to do don't, you're gonna have to do much better." Don't say that. Matzo what Chinese food is better great. than Jewish food? Matzo balls, matzo balls are fine. Mm. I like matzo balls. They're delicious. Yummy. They hold, up, but they're it's like the most basic flavors on earth. Like this. They're, they're, uh, they're, kids like matzo ball soup because it's really bland, as hey, I liked it as a kid. Have you ever tried pumpkin spice matzo ball soup? Um, oh, that's a good fall, that's a good fall recommendation. What if they made the matzo balls out of the pumpkin spice? Hey, have you ever tried matzo ball eggnog? Uh, matzo ball eggnog? Maybe, what I'm trying to get at is maybe the, the fusion... You know, in the inside you, half Jew, half Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, bring hey. the flavors. Hey, have you ever thought about this? Cinnamon noodle kugel? It already, does it already have cinnamon in it? Do, do you think um, Do you think uh, redneck Jews are called matzahs? Instead of crackers? To, as opposed to, oh, crack, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. We're a bunch of goddamn crazy redneck Jews. We're celebrating Hanukkah. We're reading the Talmud. You know, we're going side to side. We're eating gators because gators are kosher. That's what Rabbi blessed my gator. Rabbi blessed my fan boat. You know, <laughs> this is this this bit is going nowhere. The I was Jewish thinking redneck. about how is it. So what's the deal with Advent? Can you explain that? Do you know anything about uh, that? Advent came from a tradition in England where you would go around looking into the windows uh, of various people, a window for each day of the year, hoping to see a nude lady, because that would be your Christmas present. Is Oh, it's it's Advent. I hope I see a nude lady. You know, that's um, how they talked in England. Okay. So enough of just jibber-jabber. What, what say you we get into the show, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, get into Let's the get the into show. the bulk of the show. Yeah, yes, absolutely. start the show. I hope everyone's having a very Merry Christmas or a very mediocre S, like, what did you say? Is it F tier? C tier holiday? S, S tier. It's not. S tier. No. S is the best one because it right. stands for so special. So Hanukkah's not S tier. It's one below. Hanukkah is a C tier holiday. C tier. Oh, it's three yeah. or four below. Um, what day of Hanukkah is today? Um, it is uh, Chapobo, <laughs> which, uh, which is the official stretching of the penis. Oh. Uh, women, uh, you know, they couldn't do it. Uh, I shouldn't say women. People that don't have penises, uh, they couldn't do it. They can't uh, do so, that. Uh, they weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to do that. But oh. we, we've simulated. We give them a fruit by the foot, and you know, they slowly unravel it. Organic. As, the organic fruit by the foot. Like, the organic fruit by the foot. Yeah. That fruit the, leather is really just all sugar. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But still, it's good. I love fruit leather. That's a good stocking stuffer um and i guess you guys are doing another kind of start are, are you like you're you're the rob halford of of delicious snacks you were hell-bent for fruit leather is that what you're saying <laughs> I mean, he was hell-bent for fruit leather you know that, i'll tell you that fruit by the foot is not really fruit though is it i it says it is it, it is certainly made from fruit concentrates that was a big. That was a big deal for me. Fruit by the foot, you know. <laughs> really? Why was it a big deal? Well, I, I was trying to get my hands on it. <laughs> you know? By the yeah, yeah like if I know. had if I had any money, I'd be like, well, this money's useless. But you know what I can get with it? It's fruit. <laughs> fruit by the foot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what other what other snack has a length measurement in its name, except for you know one inch Charlie's. You know, I love my one-inch Charlies. Not other, not many other snacks are like a a bully weapon, and that yes, you can you can whip people you with your fruits by the with foot, it, and then you can like eat it, and you're like, mm, I'm eating the evidence. Yeah, yeah, more edible weapons. Yeah, yeah, people think an icicle is a good murder weapon because it melts, but you there's still your fingerprints on that water. People don't know is your fingerprints are still all over that water. So you know. Yeah, they forget can, about you, it if, because if they just collect the water and refreeze it, your fingerprint will be right there. Yeah, it remembers. I, I killed someone with the silica gel packets that say "do not eat," and then I eat them, eat the evidence, you know, and it's fine, you know. 
You eat the person? No, I eat the silica gel oh, packets. Oh, I thought you meant you like ate the whole person. I guess that's sort of like the benefit of being a cannibal. Uh, a cannibal is like you can you can always eat the evidence, you know. I guess the thing, the hard part is the bones. But as I learned from um, Netflix, what mm -hmm. you do with the bones is you just you put them in a bag and you get a sledgehammer and you make it into dust. You turn them. You turn yeah, you them, pulverize you them. You turn the darn bones into dust, and then you can. You just, turn that. We're turning the darn bones into dust over there. It's hard to it's hard to see a bone fragment and immediately know it's from a human. Okay, and then, yeah, that bone fragment could be from anywhere. And then you just take that could take a lesson from uh, the guys who were digging tunnels in the Germany in World War II to get out of the camps and such. Uh, you know, it took real American know-how to dig a tunnel out of the German camps. So it's too bad mm -hmm. you fellas didn't realize that. Uh, what with the lack of tunnel digging, you know. Uh, but you just you put the bones in your pockets, and mm -hmm. then you, you, you slowly just shuffle around, and the dust falls down your mm -hmm. leg, the human bone dust, <laughs> while you're walking okay. around the Here's town, my plan. And, and nobody notices where you're disguising the bone dust. <laughs> the bone dust. Uh I, would you, you traditionally giants giants of yore used it to make their bread grind grind one's bones to make their bone bread I, I would like some delicious bone who, bread who are you roll doll sure <laughs> sure you, I'm roll doll doing roll doll bits <laughs> I'll, I'll do roll doll bits uh, what if that oh it's me roll doll I love children like a lot of British people love children as well I'm not a nonce <laughs> But he wasn't a nonce. He, no, he rolled doll. Definitely wasn't a nonce. I don't know where any of you are getting that idea from that rolled doll, you know, fucked children. You know, he didn't do that. No, you're confusing him with Lewis Carroll. Yes, uh, he, that that is true. Lewis Carroll. That is actually yeah. that's not a bit. He was no, a I he know. was a pederast. Okay, so what's, what's uh, on the plate? So here's my talk on the bones, on yeah. the issue of bones. Yeah. You gave me a brilliant idea of oh. how I would be a serial killer, like a, a like a Gacy style serial killer. Uh -huh. What I would do is I would only kill guys under five foot two. I would only kill guys under five foot two, and then I would bury them in my backyard. But I would also next to them bury a UFO. So that when the scale, like a like a UFO that I made myself, but I you know I I'd, I'd dress it to the nines, you know I give it a bunch of a wires and stuff. Convincing UFO, know? very convincing UFO. And then when the bodies are discovered, you know I'll be like, oh, oh these are aliens! Oh these are the alien skeletons! Look, there's a UFO right there! Look how short they are! These have to be aliens, you know. It's a very convincing voice. Yeah, and that's the voice that I would use, you know, that's that's the the voice of someone who does I couldn't possibly be a murderer. This is a too wacky a voice for a murderer. And the police would think it's UFOs. Yeah, the police would think it's UFOs. Now, They're all talking like that as well. Yeah, do the do the police guy saying he Yeah, well you seem like a trustworthy guy. This definitely is all the evidence is pointing to UFOs right here. You know, we would say it's circumstantial, but it's overwhelming. Yeah, you, you who kills this many short guys? You wouldn't kill short guys. These are definitely gray aliens. Look at their big eye sockets. Yeah. You can tell by the wounds that they died in a UFO crash. Yeah. Not in a methodical yeah. serial killer type manner. Yeah. Not from fucking them with the spike dildo from Seven. With the spike penis prosthetic from Seven. Not doing that. That's not how it happened at all. And you wouldn't be able to tell because they're just bones, so you wouldn't be able to see all the all the butthole trauma. You can tell butthole trauma from bones now. For, yeah, <laughs> that was the episode of Bones. I remember that episode of Bones. Uh, oh, this pelvis is telling the cracks around this pelvis is telling me there was a lot of butthole trauma. <laughs> the ass speaks to me. It speaks yeah. to me, and it says it suffered butthole trauma. Generational butthole trauma. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what's coming after the Zoomers? Generation butthole trauma? Generational but butthole trauma? Sorry, yeah, I, sorry I don't guys, know about that. fucking girls. And uh, yeah, the bulk of the show. We're at to the bulk of the show, which is, uh, as every as every good Christmas-themed podcast must do, we're doing a parody 
of The Christmas Carol, classic book by Charles by Charles Peniskins. I've only seen Muppet versions. <laughs> You've only seen the Muppet versions of, of various Charles Dickens books? I've only ever seen Muppet versions of anything. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, all, uh, my, all, all my Western canon, all the, you know, the Western canon? Yeah. yeah. All of that I only know from Muppets. Muppet, Muppet Treasure War Island. and Peace. Yeah. Um, Muppet Treasure uh, War. Uh, uh, Muppet Tropic of Capricorn. <laughs> so what if these Muppets were very overtly sexual? Anything <laughs> is enhanced with Muppets. Put put the Muppets into any situation. What if it was they were in Saving Private Ryan and Kermit had just been you know shot between the eyes and he was going, oh, morphine, Ooh, yeah. please Muppet, give me morphine, please. Muppet D Day, that's a good one. Yeah, Muppet D Day. Yeah, yeah, you have Kermit, a Muppet Kermit, carrying their Kermit arm would be in the haze. Yeah. Eisenhower, okay, man. Kermit's um, smart, dude. I don't want you're saying he'd be some measly schmuck. You know, he'd, he's Eisenhower. He's often officer stock at the very minimum. Eisenhower was uh, you. You've seen that picture of him doing a gay little pose, right? Yeah, it's widely known Eisenhower was a closeted gay man. Uh, that's why is he's that so, true? He's so is, good at organizing. There you go. And that's yeah. why. That's why Roosevelt picked him. You know, Marshall wanted to do it. Yeah. But Marshall was the smart one, and so. Uh, Roosevelt was like, "No, I'm I'm saving you for, you're gonna save my ass." Yeah, Eisenhower Ike was fashion. You know, he under the war is really all about knowing what to put where. And when you think about it, that's really all designing an outfit is like. Really, Christmas is the perfect time to discuss D Day. Yeah, that's it. Happened on D Day. That's it's, it. Was called D Day because it was called Das Santa Claus. It was short for Das, das Santa Claus right, Invasion. So the scene, let's set the scene. I I hereby am Ebenezer. Yeah, you're Ebenezer I'm, Stephen. I'm Ebenezer Stephen, and you are the what are you? You're you're gonna you're gonna be visited by the five ghosts of poorly improvised uh of poorly improvised past. They're all from the past. Okay, there is so no I'm, future. I'm being visited from the five ghosts of improv bits. You're five ghosts of improv <laughs> bits from Christmas past. Because uh, as Adam Norton, Adam Curtis Pointed out, we have no vision of the future. There, we don't even have a vision of the present. So we are hearkening back to old times of nostalgia, uh, and you know you're gonna get a you're gonna get a lot of different broad wacky voices who are ghosts. You know, I you know in the original book, people think of the three ghosts, but there's really four ghosts. You know, there's, there's the introductory ghost right at the beginning. His old his old guy. I'm getting uh, a memory. I'm getting, you're 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 stimulating a a lost memory. I'm recovering. I'm uncovering a memory from my childhood right now. Mm-hmm. My God, I've also seen a stage production of Scrooge. Yeah. My God, <laughs> I just remembered. I, I like. I've never seen an actual Christmas Carol. Not even a Muppet Christmas Carol, but I have seen Scrooged. So. Hmm. I, I get the gist. So you're, you're a rich guy, and you're like a real piece of shit, you know. Right. You're like, uh, but I am Christian though, right? Yeah. I'm In, not, yeah. Sure. Am, am I am I Jewish coded? Is Ebenezer Jewish coded? Is that why he's so tight with money? Well, uh, if he was Jewish-coded, he probably wouldn't come around in the end. He would probably still be, you know, Dickens's Jewish characters were guys like Fagin, you know. I don't want to perpetuate a Jewish stereotype, you know, Charles Dickens. Ebenezer is not a very Jewish name. <laughs> I changed, sure? I had to, he had to change his name from Scroogewitz, from, from, from Scroogewitz to Scrooge. Yeah. Okay, so Ebenezer Scrooge, played by John Stewart. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so ashamed of your heritage, son? <laughs> um, okay, I just wanted to make sure we're in the clear. We're not doing an anti-Semitism, right? This is not... There's nothing about A Christmas Carol that can be read as anti-Semitism, except in the original book, there is the character Jaime who's constantly biting children and sucking the blood of children. You know, well. that's People don't... That, that gets cut out. You know, you're not going to see that in the Patrick Stewart Christmas Carol, where he plays all the parts. There's actually a cut scene because he was, you know, Patrick Stewart commits to the bit. He's like, I think we should include Jaime in okay. this so production this is, of the okay, Christmas Carol. So this Carol. is what I want for the audience. Picture me like I, my, my Ebenezer, Ebenezer Stephen is like a Kevin Costner. 
type character, okay? Really right, yeah. manly and strong, and I'm riding a horse, and now I'm being visited by a Christmas bit. Yeah, well, you fall off your horse. You know, you fall off your horse Christopher Reeve style. <laughs> you know, you... Shit. Uh, and you know you're lying on the ground. It's Christmas. it's Christmas. It's Christmas. You're fucking paralyzed, and you're visited by uh, the ghost of paralysis past. And this is like the living embodiment of paralysis, and he represents all the paralysis, the paralyses throughout the years. And he sounds a little like this. Hello, I'm the ghost of paralysis past. I see you have a spinal injury, Ebenezer Stephen. Wow, you sound like the son I don't talk to anymore. Your son talks like this because this is how gay people talked in 18, 1800s Victorian England. It is. By golly, I, I figured it was something like that. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, that's how you could tell. Well, Everyone was talking like this. That's how you would proposition people. You'd go to the local gay pub because they don't have bars in England. They have pubs. You'd go to the gay pub. You'd you'd go to a game of dickery dice. That's what the game all the gays played was dickery dice. And you'd go, oh boy, I'd like to suck your cock. Oh boy. And you know, but you had to do it really quietly because there were sodomy laws. It was you couldn't. You know, they they took Alan Turing. They chemically castrated Turing. So and you can that was in the fifties. So you can imagine what it was like in the seventies. Wow. And you know, the reason I became the ghost of paralysis past is because. I was sucking dick so good that I was paralyzing people. You really explained a whole lot of background. Thank you, Ghost of Paralysis Past. Well, Tell you me. need a you need a lot of backstory in order to you know yeah, my seriously. inevitable disappearance will be sadder for, for it. So how bad is it? Uh, how bad is your paralysis? It's not bad at all. Oh, you can get up. You can walk. You can walk around. I only visited you because I wanted to offer to suck your cock. <laughs> um. I'm very stingy in in that too, in that way too. I never let anyone suck. I my suck cock. it really good. I'll suck it so good. Nope. I will paralyze you. I'm you too, will be. You, I will Christopher Reeve you from sucking your dick too good. I'm too uh, stingy, you know. You know how you arch your back when you're getting your dick sucked real good? I'll make you arch your back like the goddamn arc to tree off. No, no, no. See, I'm too stingy. I never release anything, so I never even org. I never have an orgasm. I never. I deprive myself of that because I'm too Are stingy. You are you telling me you've never come once in your life? Never. I never will. I never want to experience pleasure. The only pleasure I like is uh, riding my horse, which is named uh, Gallopin' John. And I also like stacking bills. Okay? I like, I like getting paper. Ah, so you're, you're, you're using terms that are from, from rap lingo. I like listening to hip hop while I do it. Okay, is that a problem? <laughs> yes, all of the everyone knows that hip hop was started in Victorian England. What? Uh, what? Were, it, it whalebone corsets. You know, they were rapping. They were doing the raps about whalebone corsets. They were saying, "I've got these forceps, whalebone corsets, taking you out, get my lanthanum gorgets." They also had the band Gorguts back then. Oh, that's you know, nice. so they were making Gorguts that's references. Nice, that's kind of like a kind of a noisy metal band, right? Yeah, it, it, but you know, it was a tough time. They were having a lot of death in Victorian England. You know, very death obsessed culture. So Gorguts was really it really hit the zeitgeist. Yeah, were they having death because of all the industrialization? All the industrialization yeah. and you know all of the all of the dick sucking paralysis that was going on. You know, it wasn't just me who discovered this. Well, that must have been a really sad time for you, Mister Ghost. Yeah, it was a sad time. Here's something I want to show you. You've never come in your life. Let's go to the window of your employee, Bob Cratchit. Look at him. He's jacking off, and he's having a great time. He doesn't have a dime in the world. But he's jacking off. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, no, because I pay him to do that. Because he makes even more money because people watch him. Yeah, he's one of my employees. Oh, so you have your stable of boys. That's how you made your bones uh, in this they're story. They're called sex workers. It's called a stable of sex workers, okay? Oh, right, yeah. Well, back in my day, back in the ghost of Christmas paralysis past's past, you know, we called him a stable of boys. And you just, it's just boys. Well, I employ anybody that'll do it. Okay, over 18, everything's fine. You can pay for it. It's called OnlyFans. 
Yeah, but this is this is eighteen uh, hundreds England, so you you don't need to be as worried about this age of consent thing. I think you know, this it's was not, like it's not as much of a problem. In yellow, like Yellowstone National Park. I'm Kevin Costner. It, it's a loose, it's a loose reality. Oh, it's okay. a loose reality. You can be in two places. I mean, the Christmas Carol is known for its time bending time magic. You know, if if. Uh, what if he, 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 and it's English too, so really all of the ghosts are Doctor Who's. <laughs> That's really, you know, D Charles Dickinson's was just being visited by a series of Doctor Who's throughout yeah. his life. Whoever owns the media property Doctor Who is the most powerful company in the world because they can, they can, it's, they're like, they can go in and explain anything. Like, imagine <laughs> Star Wars takes a turn for the worse. Mm -hmm. What's the easiest way to get out of that for Disney? Well, it's Doctor Who. It was a bunch obviously. of Doctor Who's. Yeah. And every single one of those characters was a doc different Doctor Who. And so we can just sort of reset. Because that was actually Doctor Who. So now we'll do like the, we'll do a real Star Wars sequel. Uh, uh, too many Doctor Who. Well, if Doctor Who is like an infinitely lived, infinitely regenerating alien... Then, you know, maybe the entire population, maybe everyone is Doctor Who, you know? Hmm. Maybe we're all the same Doctor Who, you know, living our lives. That actually brings me, this is uh, this is the ghost of uh, Doctor Who's past. This is just my uh, my regular speaking ghost voice. Ghost number two. I'm going to, old Ebenezer Stevens <coughs> going to get out of this one. I already beat ghost right. number one. On you already, you learned two. the lesson of ghost number one, which was shit. that you can jack off even if you don't have money. I didn't you learn know, that. And that's good. Ha ha, I'm winning. Ebenezer War. one, ghost by, by the end of to, By the end of tonight, Ebenezer Steven, you will, you will come. I am you not learning come. a single lesson. This is my story. I'm not giving look, my money or semen to anyone. Look, ghosts, you may think that the ghost of Doctor Who's past is the substitute teacher of the ghost. You can just do what you want. You can pour water down his pants. You know, you can put thumbtacks under his nails. You know, you can uh, lace his boots to the tip of his penis. And, you know, when he, he puts his leg down, you can say, why are you kicking yourself in the dick? Why are you kicking yourself in the dick? How over about sticky, over sticky burning stuff? You can do sticky burning stuff. You know, you can you can get Doctor Who. You can put half your body in the time machine and then half outside of it. Then you get cut in half. But one half of your body is in the dinosaurs and the other half is here. You know, so many ways, many ways. Um, but yeah. I, I think what we what I really want to emphasize to you as the ghost of Doctor Who's past is to be more like Doctor Who, um, a lo beloved by the autistic, you know, because they are the angels. They are the true angels, right? Um, the angels aren't the angels. Those evil Doctor Who robots, actually, though. There, there are evil. There are a couple of angels in Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. There are uh, the weeping angels. Uh, that's from Doctor Who's past. That's for sure. And there's also angels that cause problems on a replica version of the Titanic. That's also from <laughs> Doctor Who's past. You know, there's several problems there. Um, and let's not forget about uh, the farting angels in Doctor Who. You know that that was from one of the earlier wackier series. You know, when Doctor Who was a bit wacky yeah, before Doctor in the Who 70s. became like a dark, brooding, like I am vengeance. Who? Yeah, Doctor Who kept saying, "Yeah, I am, I am the Knight, I am the Who." You know, why didn't they ever do a show where Doctor Who met the Who, and they were all like, "We really appreciate you." We really like what you do. I guess that's not... How did Pete Townsend talk? Oh, I'm Pete Townsend. Oh, I'm a British guy that likes child pornography. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's he so funny like when Wallace. he goes... Yeah, he talks like Wallace. He's cracking child pornography, Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> and his Gromit is just Keith Moon. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah. Keith Moon talked. Okay. Oh, Keith Moon, I'll bang the drum. Sweet. I would go on Doctor Who and bang a drum. Ebenezer wins again. This must be the uh, the ghost of uh, Christmas the Who. The go the yeah, here's the ghost of Christmas the Who. <laughs> we do rock and roll. <laughs> There's a cave moon. I'm done drinking. I'm sucking dick until you get paralyzed. I'm the ghost of Doctor the Who. Yeah, Keith Moon was known to brag about the amount of drugs he could do, including the fact that he could suck 20 dicks without getting paralyzed. 
Yeah, the best, the best, the drugs are not first, the non-paralysis TikToking. That's my cave moon. I did, I did do, I grabbed the penises and I make the rhythms with the penises. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I love Gene Krupa, Gene Krupa and Buddy Rich. I like them both and I use their penises. Yeah, why was, why was for a while every drummer from England the dumbest guy? Like, it was like a competition between bands to see who could get the dumber guy. The dumber drummer. (laughs) Well, it's me, John Bonham, and I am here with my sticks, and I will bang my sticks. Uh, And then they get, and then, who, who is even worse than that, like, like the XTC drummer was like really dumb. He could only he could only play like on he had to have giant numbers like flashing so he would remember to play four times in a measure, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's not forget about uh the drummer for Blur was actually uh you know, he was he was actually uh, that way if you want to get into it. What do you mean that way? You know that way. You know you can't you can't say it anymore. You can't say the words <laughs> you can't anymore. Say the word of what way he is. Yeah. Well, you know, because all because of the old euphemism treadmill. So you know, all of the words for it eventually become insults. So I'm not. I'm bowing out of it. I'm not dealing with that anymore. Oh, by the way, it's the ghost of Doctor the Who's past. Yeah, because it's easier for me to talk this way. So I'm, I've, I've, the ghosts are going to come back, you know, their characters. No, like, I thought I beat each ghost like you, a level. You know, you know, you don't beat them like a level. This isn't, this isn't a video game. This is real goddamn life. You get visited by ghosts multiple times. I get you know? visited by ghosts in Dwarf Fortress. If I mm. don't, if I don't remember to build a coffin or a, engrave a memorial slab for any dead dwarves. That's what you got to do or else you get ghosts. You know, that's, that's why we have tombstones. You thought tombstones didn't have any utility? No. They're ghost preventers. You say their name, ghost is gone. Which is why I'm going to get a pseudonym on my tombstone so I can ghost it up. You want to be a ghost? I guess you're already a ghost, dummy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm five ghosts. Okay, so we're the ghost of Dr. The Who. Yeah, this is the, we've combined the ghosts of, of <laughs> we've combined the host ghosts of the Who's past and ghosts of Doctor Who, the ghost of Doctor Who's past to have the ghost of Doctor the Who's past. Uh, I should be English because you know the Who and Doctor Who are both English, but uh, no, no, I have a I have an American accent. You know, I'm an Anglophile, which means I'm very sexually attracted. To the English people, I like a lot getting a nobby, a lot getting a nobby nuss. You know that's what they call it when when they suck your dick to the point of paralysis. It is getting, weird a, to think getting that, a little nobby nuss. It is weird to think that there's people who are Anglophiles. Yeah, what's going on there? George Takei is an Anglophile. What the fuck is going on there? Ooh, okay. I love England. They have such wonderful stables of boys. That- <laughs> Yeah, that's what's they going on. They have great stables of boys, yeah. Why do, the I think, English, yeah. why do the English keep their boys in stables, anyway? Uh, you know, have a milling about. <laughs> you know, go to have a mill about. You can feed them easier. Yeah, if they're all together, you don't have to go down. You can throw you Fruit Loops on the ground, and they just eat it up. Eat it right off the ground. They wear diapers. Sh- sure, yeah, you stable diapers boys. once a week. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Nantz Land. You know, you've seen the movie Copland. Well, what if this were Nantz Land? So that's, you're saying England is where pedophiles come from? Yeah, actually, that's where all the pedophiles come from is from England. No pedophile, there are no pedophiles in any other country. They're all UK exports. I kind of believe it. Uh, you've heard their songs. Nantz, twice, three times a lady. You know, mm-hmm. uh, actually, in the original Grimm's fairy tales, Mother Goose's fairy tales, it was nonce upon a time. That's what they would say. You know, you got to prepare <laughs> the kids early. Grim. Yeah, it is grim. They were grim That's fairy tales. Grim of you know? them. Yeah, they they in the modern because you know how like fairy tales were fucked up in the past. You know, like how yeah. Cinderella and Cinderella they cut off their heels in order to fit in the shoes. Yeah, Cinderella the, the eventually like, stabs herself in the eye a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Of all things. 
Yeah, she starts. She does. She gives a Colombian necktie to to the fairy godmother. Of course, everyone knows and remembers the Colombian necktie, where yeah, you, they... you split someone's penis in half and and then and then make a necktie out of it for them. Yeah, that's that's how it is. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we've covered that in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, co- yeah. we've covered the Colombian necktie. Uh, um. Am I still on Doctor Who, the the Doctor Who ghost? Can I ask you uh, no, no this is this is Alex. Is Can I this ask is, you, uh, sir? It's it's a fluid ghosting. You think ghosts come and go as you please? Sir, no, they are creatures of ethereal. Make way, sir. Ethereal boundaries. Make way, sir. Your ghosting time is is must soon be drawing nigh. And here's the ghost of Australia's past. Oh, Here no. to fuck you up. Hey, we're gonna put a shrimp on the Christmas barbie. I love I'm shrimp. the fun ghost. Yeah, we love shrimp. You're not gonna learn any lessons with me. You're gonna get even worse. You're gonna you're gonna get even more racist and deplorable and ha- homophobic. But secretly, you'll be very gay, like the ghost of Australia's past. Damn. You know, I've always wanted to visit Australia, but then I learned about New Zealand, and it seems so much better. Um, oh, fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> the, the only reason why... They should have made Dune in Australia. The only reason why they love New Zealand so much is because everyone thinks they're going to get their fucking dick sucked. They're going to get their wally wonged by a goddamn hobbit. You know, that's what they call it down there, that you get your wally wonged. Because of the wallabies, right? Yeah, because of the wallabies, you know, do, do before... They have, do they fuck the wallabies in New Zealand? They don't fuck the wallabies. Wallabies will suck each other's dicks. Oh. And, like, okay. They're very... They're one of nature's gayest animals. Yeah. The wallaby. <laughs> I thought penguins were that. I thought penguins they were, were... Penguins also very gay. Yeah. If you had... If you got all the gay animals together, you get the wallabies, you get, you aren't get the penguins... Most, aren't most monkeys gay, too? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's monkeys. Monkeys are pure hetero energy. You know, they're pure straight energy. That's okay. why they, Joe Rogan uses them as his symbol. You know, because... He uses the monkey symbol? Yeah, he loves monkeys. He's always talking about monkeys. He's like, these monkeys are so manly. You know, I wish I could be... If you could teach a monkey how to work out the natural musculature of the chimpanzee... <laughs> You know, talking a lot about the natural musculature but of the chimpanzee. I'm not talking about apes. Oh, you're talking about, mate, you're talking apes about, are, like... Apes are gay the same amount as humans, which is, like, what, 15, 20%? 25%? Yeah, I agree with that. Like, like 50%. It's like, like 50, 50, 70%. Would you say 50% of apes are gay? Yeah, 50% humans. of apes are gay. Including yeah, that's humans. a common fact. Okay. You know, it's just one of those things that you learn when you're a kid, like two-thirds of your body is made of water... 50% of apes are gay, you know? It's Actually, just a fact recently, of nature. We recently stated two-thirds of your body is made out of milk. We well, maybe you. We can't contradict. I hope, because we don't, I don't want to be visited by the ghost of House of Decline episodes of past. Uh, you don't want to be the, visited by the ghost of Christmas milk, that guy. <laughs> that guy's freaky. Why the fuck does Santa like milk so much, huh? Have you ever thought about that? Who likes milk? Santa. Who says Santa, Santa likes milk? Because uh, he's... Uh, it, what, so are you saying like Santa's a titty boy? Yeah. Santa wants to suck on some titties? Yeah. Titty boy Santa Claus? That's what it, Instead of leaving out cookies and milk, we should leave out a fresh set of titties for Santa Claus? Um, yeah, he's a perv, dude. Santa, he's he's just he's just motorboating all the time. It's like the one thing that I, Santa Claus, he says, Oh, ho, ho. The, the, the only thing that I want for Christmas is to motorboat Miss Claus. And he does he does that motorboating motion. That's, and that's very always good. That's there. a very good approximation of what it would have been like. That's why his it's, nose it's, is so red. He's always he's always motorboating, you know, to the point of friction. I very also, intense friction amongst uh, on the titties. I also think uh, Santa Claus probably snorts Adderall. Oh, yeah, you got to snort Adderall in order to do your rounds for the night. You know, you have to visit millions of children. You know, if, if Adderall were around back in Jimmy Savile's day, you know, he would be snorting it. Because mm, he had was, to also visit, visit millions of children, I, yeah? I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure exactly No, that. he died right before commercial Adderall okay, was available in England. Had... You know, and thank God he did, because if he had the energy, he would have he nonced... 
you know, his way across the globe. They certainly, the English certainly had amphetamines in the early 60s. Let me tell you that. Uh, they thought they were amphetamines, but what they actually were were Wally Wongas. How else you know, do which you were... explain the Beatles? Okay, they had amphetamines. Uh, they, they they more than amphetamines. They had pure sticktuitiveness. Oh, I don't right. think you're you're underestimating the sticktuitiveness. That's the, that's really the factor, the big factor in all of Australia, which is what my name for the world. You know, because the world is Australia. The Earth, Australia, synonymous. It goes Mercury, Venus, Australia, Mars. You ever feel bad that Australia has never had the cultural impact that Great Britain or Canada have had? Ah, go, go fuck yourself. ACDC, Time Impala, uh, uh, Eric Bana. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. We've got lots of, we've got lots of uh, exports, cultural exports. The chats. Everyone likes the chats. They say smoko like we do. <laughs> you ever um you ever really listen to ACDC though? I mean, come on. Yeah. You don't like songs about rocking? <laughs> you don't like songs where they say the genre of the music repeatedly in the song? I, would I like, like maybe that. I would like jazz more if they did like if they were going jazz all the time. No <laughs> jazz all the time. Yeah, no no sleep, we jazz all night. If instead they were scatting, they just said jazz all the time, like jazzity, jazz, 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 jazz. We're doing Ooh. jazz now. Have a jazz time. Maybe it should be. Maybe the reason why jazz never took off uh, again is because it's not like a two-word thing, like rock and roll. Jazz. Oh yeah, should it or like or like hip hip and hop. Yeah, hip and hop. What if it's jazz yeah. and jizz? Ja jazz and jizz. Yeah. Well now. Guess what? Guess what, Ebenezer Stephen? We've got jizzing on your mind now. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Four ghosts in. Four very four ghosts in, and now you've got jizzing on the mind. Now you're jazzing, jizzing oh, all over the place. So I think uh, I think what we got to do is we got to leave it on to the fifth ghost. The fifth ghost is coming, and it's the ghost of Christmas jazz. Oh. How you doing? It's, it's it's the ghost of Christmas jazz past, and you're listening to a fine jazz improvised session. It's like a hot cup of coffee. It's like a, it's like a screwdriver in your navel. You know, you're twisting it around. You're twisting, twisting. It feels good. You feel it on uh, the inside of your tummy, and it's like it feels like it's almost gonna pierce you, but then it doesn't, and then you feel like a god. That's Christmas jazz past, you know. You know what do I'm, you? Know? I'm so glad you're here, Ghost of Christmas Jazz. Um, because that is, in fact, my favorite thing to listen to on Christmas is some nice, soft, improvised jazz. Like, uh, you could put on Bill Evans, you could put on Charlie Hayden and Kenny Barron. Yeah, well, well I guess those are jazz musicians, but, uh, uh, what about Led Zeppelin? Oh, they're great. They're great. They are. They're the, they're the greatest jazz musicians of all time. Well, I mean, they are the kings of music, which they're, means yeah. they they in fact have a, uh, a a stake of ownership in every single kind of genre. Yeah, uh, 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 they own three percent of dubstep, which you know didn't pay dividends for them <laughs> because no. uh, it eventually went the way of the dodo. It was too aggressive. It was too raw. But here's the thing with jazz. Jazz will never die, baby. Jazz will go on forever. Because jazz is the rhythm of the universe, okay? It is the rhythm of Australia. Which, as we've established, is Earth. <laughs> you really harping on Australia a lot, ghosts. They're, they're, they're weird guys. They're weird guys in Australia. Well, I'm, I'm done with this bit. You've been, I've done the five ghosts. Christmas jazz isn't going well, anywhere. Well, let's see. Let me do a roundup. What did I learn? My, did I learn my What lesson? did you learn? Did you, jizz, did you jizz in the end, Ebenezer Stephen? I did accidentally. There you go. I that's did. all. That's all. You know. <laughs> that's all we got. No, and did you see release? I, I've given away a part of myself. No, my thousands of potential babies. No, no. Oh, that's why you weren't jizzing is because you believe every <laughs> sperm is sacred. Of course. I'm Catholic Ebenezer Stephen. All right. Yeah, yes, that's why you're so stingy. The famous stingy Catholics. They are stingy. They're, they are with their sperms. <laughs> stingy yeah, yeah. with their sperms. Stop retaining it.
Well, I, I don't know. Your sperms are going to die anyway. Wouldn't you rather die, you know, f- free, you know, on the outside in a napkin, you know, looking at the stars? Let's do some know? more ghosts. Let, yeah, let's have some more ghosts. <laughs> Hi, Jesus, me is the ghost of Christmas, Rodney. Hi, I'm Rodney, the ghost of Christmas, Rodney. I'm also the ghost of Christmas myself, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, guys, I can't remember the plot or the details in any kind of even vague way of Ebenezer Scrooge or Christmas Carol. I have no. Oh, here's what you gotta know: Ebenezer idea. Scrooge is a Jew. <laughs> Basically, right? Don't they Jew code him? No, it's he's not Jew codeist. Um. The, the the he learns that Christmas is he learns that Christianity is the best in the end. And one of that's, the ghosts, that's a like, does one of the ghosts show him Jesus? Yeah, that's you you don't remember that part of the Christmas carol where they see the 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 bevy of crosses and you know he sees the suffering eyes of the lamb of hosts It'd and be cool you know, if a Christmas carol just like turns into passion of the Christ. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that'd be really funny. We well, should make that uh, version. That, you know what? It, it already, a Christmas Carol that turns into virulent uh, Christian propaganda? We already have that. It's called a Charlie Brown Christmas. Really? You really think that? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, Peanuts was definitely Christian propaganda. It was good Christian propaganda, and Charles Schultz was, you know, he's... He, uh, by all evidence, he was a good dude who truly believed in what he said. But, yeah, he wanted to push Christianity on people, and I he mean, did it with Christmas his cute little characters. About- as Charlie Brown knows, the commercialization. I think I think it was more anti-commercialization. You know, that was the message. It was Linus gives a whole speech. He says, and that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. He gives a whole speech from the Bible about the nativity, and that's the big moment in it. I think it was like a secular nativity. What we need a secular peanut. We need a Jewish peanuts. But if why are there was there no Jewish character in peanuts? Huh. Huh, Charles Schultz? Schultz, interesting last I name. Isn't, isn't German. Char- isn't Charlie Brown the Jewish one? Isn't he the one? <laughs> like, bad stuff keeps happening to him? He's the... You know? Is that why he's the, he's the Job? And hence he is the Jewish character? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Oh, it's me. Why, why wasn't Charlie Brown ever voiced like, Oh, my stomach. I'm Charlie Brown. Oh, that little redhead girl won't speak to me. I mean, I'm such who, a loser. Who else good grief? Good grief. Yeah, that's a classic Jew thing. What, what, what if instead he said, Veishmir? What if he was constantly using Yiddish aphorisms? Well, whenever, if he, whenever Peanuts becomes like public, what's that word, that phrase? Public, public domain. Public domain, then you can make a Jewish version. You're just going to have to stay alive like 70 more years? Sure. Oh, well, I don't think that long. It's a, a death plus 70. Charles Schultz has been dead for 20 years. So, only got 50 years to go, baby, till Jewish Peanuts. Oh, you might be able to do it. You'll be like 85. Yeah, and I'll be finally the goddamn Semitic Peanuts. Finally, Charlie Brown is wearing a yarmulke, and it looks very prominent on his bald little head. Was he bald? Was Charlie Brown bald, or was, like, those lines on his head to suggest his hairline? I think, um... He had just a little bit of hair. And just a little bit. Did he have cancer? Did Charlie Brown have cancer? I'm sure that bit has been done to death. He was bald, so he must have had cancer. Did Caillou have cancer? Is Caillou a cancer baby? And that's why he was acting up all the time. seems more like the white supremacist to me than Charlie Brown. Caillou is more... Why is Caillou a white supremacist? Because he's a Quebecois? Yeah, I, he, I get weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just my xenophobia, but something about Caillou, I'm just like, it's like a foreign, foreign thing, evil, bad mojo. <laughs> Caillou would be better if he talked in a ridiculous French Canadian accent. Like you know, like Madeline. You know Madeline. She was always causing. She was stirring shit up. Madeline you know? is like very she vibes from Madeline. <laughs> yeah. She's very collaborator vibes from Madeline. I mean, they make them, they make them line up, they make all the girls line up, and like, they're, uh, all, they're yeah, always we're... crying. Also, it says like, it's yeah, it's it's, it's like, uh, you know, when Me Too happened, 
uh, Catherine Deneuve came out and, you know, she was like, oh, no, they are just our boys. Do not hurt our boys. And Madeline was also there saying, yes, do not hurt our boys. Do not hurt our stable of boys. They do what they do. This is what men do. Ah. I can't do a Parisian voice. A lot of stabling. Can't do Parisian? Um, Yeah, it's hard. How do you do the Parisian accent? Uh, I can't. I can't do it. That's pretty good. Would you like to go see a show? Would you like to go fight an Arab? (laughs) I tell you where they do do Christmas real nice is over there in Europe. Sure. Do you get, do you get like the heebie-jeebies? You know, thinking about European Christmas. Well, because heebie-jeebies is derived from an anti-Semitic uh, statement. Yeah. Yes, 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 I absolutely do. Because that's like where, like the murderous anti-Semitism is like so fervent. Well, kind of. Yeah, that's that's where it was invented. You know, yeah. I like the idea of uh, Kanye going to Europe and going on his anti-Semitism tour, and you know, seeing all the great sites of anti-Semitism. And uh, well, yeah, like po- like Poland and Germany and Croatia on Christmas time is very scary place for Jewish people. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, because they, yeah, that's when the bloodlust, that's when the Christian bloodlust yeah. is at its peak. It's like a blood moon, like yeah. It's really because they're ignoring their pagan rituals at this. That this bloodlust happens, they have to like do really. Germans should be ritually self-sacrificing someone like every springtime, and when they don't do that, this bloodlust comes up. It's really not great. Yeah, that's why you had that coup attempt from all those German royals. You know, the the bloodlust was up. Yeah, I mean, Christianity is really fucking things up for people for the like the whole world. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree that. Uh... It does not satiate your inner desire to kill, but rather amplifies it. Uh, you know those mega churches? So, so true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're built on the bodies of hundreds of Jewish people. I'm just going to say that. Every mega church has a foundation with at least 100 Jewish bones in it. You yeah. Know? Well, they didn't they like export? Because the Nazis made these blocks, these cement blocks with the Jewish bodies in it and then all of the american mega churches like had that exported from germany yeah people don't talk that's the second operation paperclip they don't they don't don't talk about paperclip two enough yeah paperclip two construction zone yeah because you know jewish people we we have very special properties you know we have we have mystical properties surrounding us especially our bones you know if you throw our bones, if you take if you take a couple of Jewish bones and you throw it in a big circle, the directions of them will point to how you get rich, and that's why we're so wealthy that's as cool. a group of people. That's you know, cool, that's one cool trick. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. One cool financial trick. They say read a book every day. No, just get your hands on some Jewish bones, throw them in a big circle, see which direction they point, and then you know invest in that. Mm, it's pointing at the fridge. I'm going to yeah, invest ooh. in some pastrami on rye. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Thank you, Jewish bones. Yeah. Um, yummy, 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 yummy. Uh, well, that's that's the, the the least Jewish sandwich imaginable is pastrami on white bread with mayonnaise. One thing I like about the holidays is I'm able to stuff my fucking mouth with food. Um, and I hope yeah. that, I hope that works out for me. It hasn't always hasn't always been working out lately. Sad, Can't you know? yell at your family when your mouth is full of ham. Yeah, that's I mean, not I true. I've yelled want, at my family with, with my mouth full of ham. What I really mainly want is like chocolate pies and 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 things like that. You know, I'm really into the chocolate pies. Choco pies. Different kinds of chocolate pies. Okay, that's what I want for Christmas. What about what about a nice treacly pecan pie? Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would probably like that too. That's a good idea, but it can be hard with allergies and such. You're right, man. Nuts, you know, nuts to that. I say. Uh, what, oh, what do, look! What are you looking looking forward to do today on Christmas? Which it is. It, it today is Christmas. Today is Christmas. Today is well. Uh, I'm going to spend it with the Catholic side of my family. And we are going to engage in the traditional Catholic uh, singing of weird songs, uh, like, Oh, Christ, my asshole. 
Come into my asshole. You know, that's a classic Catholic hymn. Uh, beautiful lyrics. Hard to understand what they mean, but, you know, they were written in the 12th century, so. Yeah, they use, I like how they use the sort of descending notes when you're going into the asshole. and then yeah. the, uh, Come as, into. Uh, yeah. You can't interpret that literally, though. You're not literally coming into an asshole. You well, know, the asshole is, is the heart of Christ. But the, the nice know. descending, like, they do that a lot in those 12th century hymns. Like, yeah. you know, the the music will try to follow as much as it can uh, mm -hmm. the action of the story. Right, yeah, and as as you're going into an asshole, it is a descent, unless you know you're doing it reverse cowgirl style. But you know who, who does that? You know? uh, who ascends into an asshole, ascending into the crevasse? You know you is don't still, ascend is into it a still crevasse. Cowgirl, when it's two dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't change. Reverse <laughs> cowboy. That would send. That's fucking gay. No. <laughs> that, that would be fucking that's, gay. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. If there's two homophobic guys having that kind of, having that kind of butt sex and being yeah. homophobic while doing it, like yeah, yeah. being like, "Don't call it reverse cowboy, reverse cowgirl." This is heterosexual sex. I don't want to be the cowgirl. You are the cowgirl. No, you are the cowgirl. What, but they're getting much harder when funny? accusing each other of being the cowgirl. Is that funny? Is that is that considered funny or offensive to? <laughs> Is that can't identify that. What's I say, what uh, jokes about jokes about the gays? Are they funny or offensive? <laughs> we should do a, a YouTube, new interview. Can we can we do a YouTube video where we dive into some of these questions? <laughs> do a YouTube video where we uh, let let's talk about different minorities and jokes about them. jokes about the blacks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> funny or offensive <laughs> jokes well, about the Chinese. Funny or offensive. Well, we can use the rule of if there's right. more of them, then you get a right, point yeah. in your favor, okay? Because they outnumber you. So, um, so, but so, so are we doing it country by country or continent by continent? Oh, uh, well, I guess we'd... Because I'm to, in Canada, you know, yeah. I can make jokes about a lot of people if we're doing it country well, by country. you can make the most jokes about Canadian people. Right? You can make almost an infinite amount of jokes. Yeah, especially Canadians. indigenous Canadians, you know, because I'm from um, here, so it's okay no, for me to no, make no, fun, no. make jokes about that. That's not what I meant. Yes, it's, it's no, exactly no, no. what you meant. That's it's perfectly okay, because I was born here, you know, this is this is my land, you know, so it's, it's very okay for me to make jokes at the expense of indigenous that's not, people. That's not what I meant. You can't, you're putting words in my mouth. I was, you were telling me all of your goddamn wigwam puns you know, all of your offensive, you know, brutal jokes about wigwams. You're putting you know, tobacco in my pipe, man. You're putting uh, you're putting arrows in my bow before I can shoot them. There, uh, look, now who's being <laughs> offensive to indigenous people, um, you know? You ever watch Dances with Wolves? You, you, are you a true scholar of Native America? You ever watch Dances <laughs> with Wolves? Because that's, um, that's, like that's how you get the Ph.D., to be a scholar of Native Americans as you you sit through three hours of Dances with Wolves? Have you done uh, the work, sir? Uh, Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo isn't indigenous, but like the indigenous people, he uses every part of the buffalo. So, that's, I feel, I feel akin to that because I, I like Vincent Gallo movies. No, you don't. I don't really like, I don't, no, don't. I don't actually like... No, Buffalo 66 is a genuinely good movie. House of I, Decline the brown bunny is sort of weird. House of Decline does not endorse Vincent Gallo or his rapey methods. Uh, he, methods are rapey. <laughs> we don't like the rapey filmmakers. Boo. Uh, Boo. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a few rapey. I don't know. There's a rapey film. Like Roman Polanski. Like, good Roman Polanski movies. We like Werner Herzog because he... He crushed. He those only people. killed people. He yeah. crushed those people with a boat. Is that what happened? Did he crush them with the boat? No, no. I don't think people were crushed, but I, uh, people died no, from. too heavy. From other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have been stronger. This is. We are making a movie over here. It is fine for me to kill as many indigenous people as I want. And look at here. I have my friend Klaus Kinski, the rapist, the the, the child rapist. Yeah. 
no, that's okay. Who who could have told? Who could have? Who among us would have been able to figure out that Klaus Kinski was a child rapist? <laughs> you know, I is that true? Yes, he raped his daughter. He, oh, he was—he's no. like Klaus Kinski is one of the most evil men uh, to have why ever had he, a why movie they career. Casting him? I don't. Well, they didn't know that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they did. I wouldn't put it at past Werner Herzog either. But um, yeah, Klaus Kinski, bad dude. Maybe it's yeah. true. Maybe it's true. Werner Herzog's a bad dude. Then I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think this is like our most. Our most like ongoing debate on this show is is Werner Herzog a bad is, dude? Is Werner Herzog a bad dude for I, uh, for overseeing a project in which people died? Uh, well, I think this is something that does sort of I I think is because in film circles you're gonna everyone clowns John Landis because his movies you know he doesn't have as many good or substantial movies as Werner Herzog you know his best movie is like. Animal House or The Blues Brothers, both of which are fine, but are sort of disjointed and nonsensical. And I can't really imagine anyone having, like, a spiritual experience to The Blues Brothers or Animal House. I, Maybe I, Blues Brothers. I, it has a lot of good music I in Blues Brothers. I disagree with your analysis of American culture. <coughs> That's you, true. That you is would true. get punched in the mouth for what you just said at several, many bars across America. If you, were, if you were to diss The Blues Brothers and Animal House, you would... Get punched in the fucking mouth, dude. I like the idea of like someone watching Animal House and like having the same same experience as like watching a Michael Haneke movie. They're they're just you know wrapped with attention and deep in thought. You get and, wrapped you know. with attention watching Haneke movies. Well, you know, if I if I were a better if I were a better film person, you're you're one sick puppy. There's on, there's only funny. one like fucked up Hanukkah movie, uh, Michael Hanukkah movie. <laughs> you call them Hanukkah movie. Hanukkah movies. <laughs> Eight yeah. days of Hanukkah. Eight you days watch, of Hanukkah. Yeah. You watch. I, <laughs> I watch all the Hanukkah movies. On the last movies, day yeah. of Hanukkah, we watch funny games. Eight crazy nights. And on the on the seventh day of Hanukkah, we watch funny games German version. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, funny games. There, those are the only like gross, disgusting Hanukkah movies, and he made them specifically to make you feel bad about watching movies. No, he. All of his movies are like that. Seriously, all of his other yeah. movies are like how like, like Am- awful, Amour is like that. Like how awful um, racism is in France. There's like that whole movie about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, like, Funny Games is the only one that's like an Eli Roth movie. Well, yeah, that's the only. One. There's like blood and shit, but all of his other movies are just like that. The fam, the one with the family that like lives in the basement. Yeah, they're feel bad movies. They're good feel bad movies. Well, right. That's why it's funny that you watch them all on Hanukkah. <laughs> right, because you're not supposed to feel bad about Hanukkah. That was the time when we saved a lot on oil. Hanukkah, you know? Hanukkah celebrates the birth of Jesus, right? Yeah, it's because it, Jesus was born over the course of eight days, long labor. <laughs> eight day labor. <laughs> eight day labor, yeah. No good. Yeah, that's what they taught me at Catholic school. They were like, okay, so every religion celebrates the birth of Jesus a little bit differently. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, does, does Islam have, because I know Islam sees Christ as a prophet, but I don't know if they have any acknowledgement of his birth. Yeah, Islam as sees Christ as like a competing rapper on a different label. <laughs> yeah, he got iced like Puck. Yeah. <laughs> Who killed Jesus? Um, if you want to hear more of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash house of decline and subscribe for $5 and get an extra bonus show every week. Hope you have a very wonderful secular Christmas, eating Chinese food, probably most of you who are listening, um, and a wonderful new year as we enter 2023 and six days from now. So, mm-hmm. But there I'm will gonna... be another episode in between there. Yeah, so. Ebenezer Stevens signing out. And it's me, Bob Catchit. What am I catching? Herpes!